Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by staff writer Colin Taylor, and it was Gamecock Day at SEC Media Days in Atlanta. South Carolina was the last team of the 14 teams in the league to address the media, and Will Muschamp took the podium, answered questions after making an open statement. Uh, He was there for about almost half an hour today, and Colin was there at the College Football Hall of Fame. A lot to talk about today. Colin, Muschamp is so exciting to listen to. When he talks football, he gives you so much information in a short amount of time, and he was really firing off uh, facts and stats and information about Gamecock football today. Yeah, and, you know, I listened to him in the main room and in the uh, the electronic media room, and I asked a question about RPOs, and I think he gave about a minute-long answer where he talked about different sets and multiple formations, and um, the man is just a, a wealth of football knowledge, and um, I think he does it to kind of show off a little bit, <laughs> a little, um, but he loves to talk football and talk shop and schematics, and you saw a little bit of that today, and he's one of those guys that, you know, really embraces, you know, this, um, I guess, you know, it's media days, he loves doing it, and um he, he, he's a lot of fun there to, to listen to and, and talk to when he gets up, gets down there. Yeah, maybe Muschamp is showing off a little bit, but, boy, he was really sending out rapid-fire information today. It's always fun to listen to him, particularly at SEC Media Days, kind of the start of uh, preseason here for college football. So we're just a few weeks away from the start of college football season. Muschamp spoke to the media today. He's 15-11 and 11 in two seasons as the Gamecocks head football coach, and those 15 wins match the school record for most wins by head coach in their first two years, Steve Spurrier and the late, great Joe Morrison also with 15 wins in their first two years. So Muschamp opens year three at South Carolina. And, Colin, he opened talking about uh, a number of things. One of the things he talked about was the Long Family Football Operations Center. This is a new building that will be an addition for the Gamecock Athletic Department and the Long Family from Long Draw, the major contributors to that project. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's one of the things. That's the crown jewel of what Will Muschamp's kind of – built his program around is that the the thought that that's going to be ready soon um it's going to open up in december and he loves to pimp that thing off and show it off because it is really really cool um you know he, he mentioned the fact that there's going to be not one but multiple nutrition stations a state-of-the-art weight room and it's going to condense everything and give south carolina kind of um it, it's home away from williams bryce because right now the coaches offices are in williams bryce and the players um, get dressed there and have to walk over to the practice facility or practice ground. So um, it, it's state of the art, you know, millions and millions of dollars invested in it. And, um, he, he seems to be really, really excited about the, what that's going to do, not only for the team, but in recruiting and um, building this program. So Muschamp mentioned that, and he also talked about graduation rates. He talked about academics before he got into any football related topics today. 
He was quick to point out that South Carolina was first in the Southeastern Conference in graduation rate and third in the country. And at one point, Colin, he said that the Gamecocks have uh, Gamecock players have a total of 27 different majors. There's 27 majors that the Gamecock players have. And he said he's worked at uh, other institutions in the SEC where there are only like two majors. So he kind of took some shots at, you know, a couple of the other schools that he's worked for maybe in the SEC. Thought that was interesting. Yeah, and, you know, that, that graduation rate, especially among African-American students and student-athletes, is something they really sell um, to potential student-athletes and prospects uh, because it is so unique. Um, you really don't see a lot of that in the in the SEC and in the Southeast. So um, they really sell that. And, and, you know, with Muschamp, he's always recruiting. So, he took the time, you know, when all the cameras and lights were on him at SEC Media Days, you knew he was going to take as many chances as he could to sell the program, and that's one of the things that um, they're really, really proud of at South Carolina, so they're going to show it off as much as possible. So then Muschamp got into football, and he talked about changing the tempo of the offense. This was one of his first points today, Colin. He said that uh, Jake Bentley plays better when he plays faster and that uh, fans will see a noticeable change in the tempo of the offense. This is not news to Gamecock fans. McClendon, the new offensive coordinator, Brian McClendon, has talked about improving the pace, speeding up the tempo of the offense, and that's what we're going to see in 2018. Yeah, and uh, Jake Bentley has come out and said that he plays better when he really doesn't have to think, and that last season he maybe got in his head a little bit too much, um, started overthinking some things, and now he really doesn't do that uh, because you get to the line and you're immediately going to run a play. Um, that's one thing that they've really worked on, and um, Will Muschamp said today that he really wants to kind of exploit matchups. He wants Bentley to get to the line, recognize something really quickly, and then just go with it instead of having to worry about audibles and this and that. And The, the RPO is really going to help with that too, um, and – you know, moving on, giving Bentley some options to work with if he sees a mismatch on the outside that he can pull the ball back and eventually just kind of, you know, right. throw it and get it to one of his receivers. Muschamp then went position by position, Colin, starting with the offense. You talked about Bentley very quickly in regards to the pace of the offense, but he didn't say anything else about quarterback. He got into offensive line. He said the Gamecocks are very comfortable with their first six offensive linemen who've got a combined about 80 starts, but he said they're working to establish the 7th, the 8th, the ninth, and the 10th offensive lineman. They're looking for depth at that position. He really heaped praise on the depth and the quality of talent at the wide receiver, tight end, and running back positions, the skill positions. He's very impressed with the quality of the depth, and he said that the Gamecocks are going to have good competition for playing time at those three positions. So, you know, everybody's back on the offense like we talked about earlier this week, Colin, and it looks like all signs are go for Gamecock offense in 2018. Yeah, and, you know, he's, he's really optimistic about where things stand right now. Um, you know, these guys are, you know, like he said, that these guys are – experience they've started a lot of games you got a lot of guys that have played versatile spots before like Sidarius Hutcherson who came in as um a uh you know a, a tackle and got moved into guard and played some guard and you got Eric Douglas who's versatile and so they're really really excited about this offensive line group because they've played together now they're starting to get some cohesion um and you know they, they want to build that depth like you said because if something happens like last year where two or three guys go down boom 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 they're going to want the next two, three, or four guys to be able to come in and step up right away. 
far more questions about the Gamecock defense than the offense, at least right now, heading into fall camp. And Muschamp talked about D-line. He said he likes the first group, but they're looking to develop players that will play in that second group of defensive linemen, and they're really trying to establish you know, what the rotation will be, who those players in the second group will be. Linebacker, he talked about T.J. Brunson heading into his third year in the program. Muschamp said Br Brunson is the vocal leader. And Will said, can't wait to see T.J. Brunson play this year. Yeah, and, you know, I think that a lot gets made of, you know, Javon Kinlaw and the size he brings. But um, without T.J. Brunson, I don't think the defense clicks as well as it clicks because he's a guy that, you know, he's a great linebacker. He's instinctive. He tackles really well. Um, he's got all the physical tools. But now you're starting to see the leadership and the knowledge of, not only what he's supposed to do, but where everyone else is supposed to be on the field kind of link up from there. And um, that's going to be only beneficial. You know, every defensive player and defensive coach that we talked to over the course of the spring said that he was the leader, um, said that he was the vocal guy, that they don't want a whole bunch of different vocal people um, on defense. They want one guy that everyone's going to look to to, lead, to to listen to. And Brunson's grabbed the bull by the horns, they said, and, you know, run with it. Really excited about T.J. Brunson, Colin. He's been so good in his first two years at South Carolina. You know, local product. He's a Columbia kid, went to R&E, was a Shrine Bowler at R&E. He was a tackling machine in high school, played for Jay Fry, who was a member of the 1984 Gamecock football team. And, uh, you know, all, all signs pointed to Brunson being a good college player. I think he's exceeded expectations to this point. Yeah, and, you know, there's kind of a weird special bond with Will Muschamp and T.J. Brunson because Brunson, Will Muschamp left his introductory press conference at South Carolina and immediately went to R&E to start recruiting T.J. Brunson. I mean, it was, you know, he didn't waste any minutes. So he was the first recruit he visited. Um, and so there's kind of been this this bond that they kind of came in together. They, they really started together and um, moved on from there. And so, you know, Muschamp loves him. Um, the defense loves what they can do with him because he is he can't drop back in coverage and, uh, and stop the run. He's versatile. And I think this will be a – an all-SEC type of year for T.J. Brunson. Yeah, T.J. Brunson poised to lead the Gamecock linebacker core here in 2018. And then Muschamp expressed concern about the secondary, Colin. He said that Stephen Montag is the only player in the Gamecock secondary who's played any snaps in the SEC. Uh, he said that Jam Williams will move to safety. And he mentioned J.T. Ebay, the grad transfer from Rice, who was a three-year starter at Rice. He said Ebay will compete for playing time at safety. Talking about the cornerback position, he mentioned Rashad Fenton, Keyshawn Nixon, and Nick Harvey. Harvey's the graduate transfer from Texas A&M, but Muschamp said flatly, we need more guys at corner. Yeah, and I think it's a lot similar to what the defensive line is right now. Um, you're pretty comfortable, I think, with the starting four or five that you're going to trot out there. But then it turns into, can we get the next two, three, or four guys to get where we feel comfortable with them? Um, and it could be a Nick Harvey, it could be a JT eBay, or um, just whoever they, they can get out there to do it, they need to be able to do it. And I think Stephen Montag and Jam Williams are going to be two guys that are going to play well, but it's just about getting everybody else up to speed and learning their new positions. You know, Keyson Nixon's going to be their nickel guy. Um, Jam's going to have to learn safety at the SEC level because, I mean, he's a good defensive back, but you know, those two are completely different positions at times, and um, it's just a matter of getting guys with their feet, you know, feet wet and getting more experienced in, in SEC play that way. When it gets down to the nitty-gritty, they kind of know what they need to do and where they need to be. 
Special teams, Muschamp says uh, Joseph Charlton is the Gamecocks punter. That's been established, and Muschamp believes he's one of the best in the country. Coach Muschamp said the place-kicking competition will continue into camp. He didn't give us much information there. Said that Debo Samuel will handle kickoff returns, and they have no plans of making any fair catches in 2018. And he said that the Gamecocks are still trying to establish who the punt returner will be. So special teams was good a year ago, Colin, but certainly room for improvement, particularly in the place-kicking game. Yeah, and to start, Joseph Charlton was my first team All-SEC punter um, just because he does have a leg and he's pretty accurate as well. Um you know, Debo Samuel, kick return, I think I put him first or second team on my All-SEC um, because, you know, I think fans remember he's been pretty good. Uh, but the, the biggest the biggest question marks are, like you said, at punt return and at place kicking. Chris LeMans was their primary punt guy last year. Um, had some struggles at times, but, you know, they're going to try out Keyson Nixon. They're going to try out, you know, a few different freshmen and, and potentially Jam Williams who took some reps there last year. Um, at punt returner, uh, and then place kicking, you, you have Parker White, who says he feels about as comfortable as he does. He has so far. Um, you have Shane Hines coming in as well, and then Wozniak, who, who did some took some snaps and took some kicks last year as well. Um, so it, that's going to go down to the wire. Uh, I don't know who's going to win it. I think Parker White's in the lead right now, just because he's been on campus and he's kind of familiar with it. Uh, but they're really working on timing right now. That was a big issue last year with the snap and the hold. Um, some of it was on Parker White, but some of it was because there wasn't any consistency between the snap to the hold and to the kick. So that's what they've their kind of focal points been this offseason, making sure they get that nailed down. So that wrapped up Muschamp's statement to the media, and then he answered questions for a good uh, about 20 minutes or so. First question he received was about the matchup with Texas A&M, and a, a reporter from College Station pointed out that the Gamecocks have not beaten Texas A&M since – a&M joined the league. The Gamecocks are 0-4 against the Aggies. And Muschamp was asked about his relationship with new A&M head coach Jimbo Fisher. They worked together at LSU. Yeah, and, you know, they, they joked about having a timeshare. And um, Muschamp goes back with a lot of different coaches in the SEC, obviously Saban and Kirby Smart and um, obviously Jimbo. And, um, you know, I think A&M, the matchup this year, is about as close as it's been since A&M came into the league. Um you look at that, you say that this is the year, especially at home, where South Carolina could come in and beat the Aggies um, just because they're in a situation of a little bit of turnover uh, with the new head coach. The, they're not as talented, I don't think, on paper as they were last year. Um, and you got to think, too, South Carolina had them on the ropes last year and blew a late fourth-quarter lead. Um, so I, I think that the matchup with a and is a good one this year. They're about as even as they can get. I think South Carolina's talent-wise, experience-wise, a little bit better. Um, so I think it'll be a fun one, especially with two guys that know each other pretty well. Twice, Muschamp described Jimbo Fisher as a very good friend. Muschamp was then asked about uh, the Georgia game and the fact that it has moved to early in the season again. First SEC game of the year for both teams. It'll be Georgia's first road game, second game of the season for the Gamecocks. And a reporter asked Muschamp if there's enough buzz surrounding that game because it's going to be big in the SEC East. Yeah, and, you know, it feels right to have Georgia the second weekend of the year, you know. It feels, you know, like it does in the past and, um, you know, in these big games. And, you know, I think that they really don't want a lot of buzz around that game right now because if – if you get to that point where it is, you know, this hyped-up game, then 
you could come out and lay an egg against Coastal Carolina in that first game. Um, so Debo Samuel was even asked a bunch of times today about Georgia and things like that. And even he, he was like, we're not talking about Georgia today. We're not talking about Georgia today every time. So I think they're trying to downplay it just because they know it will be a huge game. Um, and so I think that's good for South Carolina. The less they talk about it, at least right now, the better, because you're still, you know, a month and a half, two months away from even getting into preparation for, for that game. All right, South Carolina, Georgia, second game of the season, Saturday, September the 8th at Williams-Brice, 3.30 kickoff, national TV game on CBS. Muschamp went on to talk about uh, Brian McClendon. He talked a little about, about Jake Bentley. He said, I'm glad he's our QB. He was asked about Dan Warner, and he spoke very highly of Javon Kinlaw. Dan Warner, Jake, we talked to Jake Bentley for a little bit today, too, and the biggest thing that they've worked on is cleaning up his footwork a little bit, um, which played into some of his accuracy problems last year. Um, and, you know, Javon Kinlaw's Javon Kinlaw. That man is an absolute freak. Um, so, uh, and he's going to wear number three, which is very clowny-esque. Um, not that I'm saying I'm comparing the two, but um, those two guys, I think Kinlaw's going to have a really, really good year this year. Um, and, you know, Mustang, there's there's reason to be optimistic. He, he sounded optimistic today, um, just because you know you, you have all these guys are turning on offense. Um, Mushamp and T. Rob are known to be defensive minded coaches, um, so they, you know that they're going to get a lot out of they're going to squeeze every ounce that they can out of that defense. So, you know, there's reason to be optimistic. Talking season, SEC media days in Atlanta wrapping up today, and the Gamecocks were the last team to go and. Muschamp spoke for almost half an hour today, answered questions. And, Colin, you know, if anything else stood out to you that Muschamp talked about today, please fill us in. You know, there, there was a lot of stuff. I think that the biggest thing was we talked to um, DJ Warner today, and he said he feels really comfortable at that buck position. He's working on becoming um, a better cover buck, um, dropping back in coverage a little bit more, working um, as a vocal leader in terms of getting younger guys, uh, you know, more comfortable rushing the passer. So um, there was a lot of interesting stuff from DJ Warner today that usually he's not the best talker, um, but you know, he was able to go out there today and he, he sounded really, really good. Yeah, Ken Law has lost about 50 pounds. Muschamp said he's really bought into the nutrition program. We know he came in at about 350. He's down to about 300 right now. So, you know, not a lot new came out of the uh, media day today, Colin, but – we're going to have a lot more information coming out in the coming weeks. Talking season will continue, and we're still you know, about six weeks away from kickoff. Right. Should be a fun, fun few weeks getting ready for that those games. Colin, when does camp open? Uh, beginning of August. I believe players report August 2nd. All right, very good. Colin Taylor, full report today from Atlanta, SEC Media Days. Colin's in the airport. He's catching a flight to Chicago. You're going to a Cubs game, Colin. Yeah, looking forward to it. Lifelong <laughs> fan, so it'll be good to get up to Wrigley. We've only been once, so it'll be good to get up there and um, see everything. Outstanding. Again. Appreciate your work, Colin. You can read Colin's work on Gamecock Central, and he's a regular guest here on Gamecock Central Radio. Colin, thank you. Thank you. That's Colin Taylor. I'm Emerson Phillips, and this is Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us.